Hello, and welcome to the Thursdays of the Best Days podcast. My name is Nick, and joining me today are... Bruno. Vilas. And the Tuesday. And each episode of this podcast, we will be talking about a variety of different subjects, mainly under the subjects of technology, video games, space, and other miscellaneous topics that interest us. So going into the first subject, one of the big things happening in video game news is probably the El Dorito Halo 3 mod that's just released. It's a Russian modder group. Modder group? Are they an organization? Or do you guys know? I have it. They're mod makers is all I they're know. mod makers. I don't, I don't quite know if they're an organization. But basically, they've taken a lot of the asset files of Halo 3 and have made the game on PC, which... I think a lot of us know Halo 3 is probably one of the biggest Xbox titles there was back in the day. And people have gone nuts over this. Streamers have taken over. The mod's been out for a while now. Like It has been a while. I remember we tried it, like, what, a year ago or so? We did. Yeah. Uh, the assets were okay a year ago. Nowhere near where it was yesterday when we played. Well, the biggest thing is that um, point six was the update that they pushed out, so it was like a full release like they had a trailer for it and everything oh point six was a release yeah so they officially released like point six which is like i guess one of their betas i, I don't know what, how their how their numbering goes but like yeah i'm trying a, to think a big push for this game i can't remember last year what version we played i think it was like 5.4 or 0.45 or something like that i'm not sure I mean, it, it was it was good. Like, I know, Bruno, you've never played Halo 3, right? Nope, never did. Halo 1 was the last one I played. But I played Halo 3. I personally put hundreds of hours into it, probably. That's the one game I really wish I could go back and track. But it, it was pretty spot-on, sounding-wise. The maps didn't look any different, even to the gun spawns. What did you think, V? The biggest issue was when, in, like, Big team Slayer. It was just all the gun noises would bug out and just create one big noise. Oh, what? I never played Big Team Slayer. Yeah. At least on the the Rito version. Did Did you ever play Halo Three? Nope. Have you looked at the mod at all? Uh, on Bruno's stream, that's about it. Well, did you, Did it look good to you, or like? It looked like I remember Halo back on the 360 and stuff. Is it something you would try if, like, it was still up? If it felt like it would have longer support than being a one-day thing, probably. I, I yeah. feel like it has support. It's just... Well, well, the support is there, but the publicity of it, it's a game that people have to play under the cover, really, now. Especially with streamers being banned for streaming it. To give you an idea, I found that there's at least four streamers that got. I know Jericho got banned, which is one of the biggest Jericho. ones. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a lot, but it's still some people are getting banned, so it's kind of a like sketchy area. It's really funny how it's pick and choose, though. Like it's not just like Summit or any of the bigger streamers who streamed it. It's only like Jericho yeah, like, who averages like four thousand viewers. Like Summit and Waffle played it for a while too oh yeah i don't know i can see it going places i think that there was a lack in halo for computers and that's filling a void that there was yeah but it's really funny microsoft's response they said that they that they're working on it but they have nothing to announce for like a pc release or anything like that but like you've known for how many years has it been since halo 2 has been released that people want or even Halo, no, was, Halo Two was the last one, right? The last one to for be PC out on PC. Yeah, uh, there were a couple like top-down shooter things. Well, Halo but... Wars and that that doesn't count. That's not a real. I mean, it's a Halo experience, but Halo Wars was nothing like Halo. It, it was uh, they're, they're completely different. different company. Um, Halo yeah. Two was once, released once, in two thousand four. Basically, once Bungie left, it was the end of Halo for me. Was Halo three four? Was Halo Wars three four three? I yes. swear it was. Yeah. Any Halo after ODST, I think. Uh, let me let me Google that real quick. Yeah. Uh, so, like, back to the streamer thing. 
and Dit was saying uh, it has to stay under the radar. I think, I almost think the streamers kind of killed it for us. Like they brought too yep. much attention to it. Absolutely. I, like we played a year ago, and up at the top right, it shows you servers and players, and it was in the low thousands. But you know, for a game like this, low thousands is good. Sixteen players max, and some of the games aren't even sixteen players. You're gonna find a server. It was like a niche community that got too big, and Microsoft, I think, had to do something about it. Like, I mean, they could have just let it go, maybe, but I don't know the legal implica implications after so long. I don't... B told me something about this, but uh, something about how Microsoft had to send a deceased letter, or else they would lose the IP, or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's, they have to kind of defend their out. copyright in order to maintain the copyright. Right. Yeah, and if um, yeah, th then other people can buy the copyright. I think. Um, and back to my point about Bungie and that. So Halo Two was released in two thousand four. So since then, there's been fourteen years of no Halo, on like PC. Yeah. And now they're just putting out a message saying that we've heard the feedback that you guys want a Halo experience or a classic Halo experience on uh pc I, I don't know like i feel like they just found out that it's popular and now they're just gonna try to do something with it i feel like they should have known though well i think they do know but i feel like they want it to be they wanted to compete with uh ps4 for so long that's their biggest I, issue i feel like they're i don't want to say they're milking it for money but somebody did a lot of the work already and are like the whole like the mod team yeah yeah and they're they, gonna try they, and they, jump they... on and quote unquote work with them yeah well so interesting segue us, yeah interesting segue joining us right now is burry hello hello so burry right now we're talking about the whole el dorito halo 3 online thing uh-huh so about how Microsoft took 14 years to realize that PC wants another expert, wants another Halo game. Um, I just think it's funny how they just started to do something about it. How long has that server been out? Like years now, right? I guess uh, it 2015 was the beta. Yeah. For so, El Dorito, so, 2015 was the beta. So Summit, Summit joins, and then more people start playing. Then Halo Five, and they have an issue. Yep, because they're not making the money. It's really funny. It's yeah. like, well, that and the assets that were used in El Dorito were taken from a failed project of Microsoft. So that's where the biggest issue lies. So like, they took the old files of Halo Online, which <clears> is <throat> a dead game that uh, I don't know who was making it or who was developing it. I think the files got leaked. Yeah, it was for a, like a Russian target, right? Some, something like that. My question was going to be, how did they get the files? Uh, I think it was like illegal. I think it was leaked or something like that. Because really? they're not open source. Yeah, Microsoft made us put that in their statement yesterday. I think they put it up. Mm. Saying that the files weren't intended to be open source and used in the community. So that's where their biggest issue lies is that they're actually using Microsoft property. See, like, why can't they just be like, yeah, this is cool. You guys are able to use it in the community. Why does it have to be such a big issue? Um, that's the whole copyright thing that I was talking about. So basically, this is repeating myself, but Microsoft has the copyright for Halo or owns the, like, the rights to Halo. Yeah. And... Um, if they don't defend their rights, the rights get revoked from them, and then anyone can buy them or use them. I think something like that. Don't quote me on that. So, like, if I'm if I'm right, that means that a company like Sony can come in, swoop up the rights to Halo, and start producing Halo games on PlayStation. That that's my understanding of it. Which would be that, which is why they are defending it. That would be crazy. And honestly, Microsoft's in a position with xbox is they don't have exclusives anymore if we look at the trend sony and playstation they've they have all the good titles right now uh god awards an exclusive right if i'm not wrong yeah yeah and there's no chance of that being <clears throat> now sony's had just so many good ips come out in the past five years and xbox had nothing I, 
I, it, I, I would understand why they're scared to lose one of their arguably best IPs in their library. Um, there's another thing. I believe it's called Installation Zero One, which is a... I showed this to Nick earlier. Um, it's basically people are making a classic Halo experience, is what it's, it wants to be. And they're just making their own... Uh, what's the word? Assets. Yeah, they're making their own assets. But it looks so, close. Like, if they're trying to make it as close as possible to like actual Halo 3, but using their own assets. And so far, it's not really released yet. So there's no legal issue. It's just kind of there. I recommend checking out the trailer. It it looks so much like Halo. Like there are small things like the way artwork is done, but if you kind of just squint your eyes a little bit, you would never be able to tell. This reminds me of the um WoW private service for vanilla. Yeah, that's another like comparison that people have brought up that I've seen on Reddit. Is that it's like the whole WoW situation with WoW Classic. Like, yeah, people are like, well, Blizzard's never going to make vanilla again, so why can't they put the IP out there for people to use? And then at the last BlizzCon, Blizz just drops WoW Classic, and that was the end of that. It's all about the money. Do we think this is a positive? So on there was news earlier in the week that Discord was getting support in Xbox because Xbox is becoming a very pc xbox platform thing where games are now coming out cross-platform is the time right now that maybe microsoft seeing this will be good or what i don't know what do you guys think we'll get a halo br because the two big cross-platforms are <laughs> PUBG and fortnite don't forget rocket league oh <laughs> you were the first rocket league was the first yeah and that, and that game makes so much sense doesn't it like oh yeah it does it's probably all the most competitive cross-platform. Yeah, because anyone who is smart enough to use a keyboard, there's very few people that actually use a keyboard. Mm. The thing is, with the Discord merge, so many of those games have such shitty in-game comms that Xbox needed something kind of to just replace all that. Well, I think Xbox also realized that Skype isn't the way to go. And they're like, yep. yeah. Skype is uh, dying. They're like, yeah, uh, this this looks pretty good. Let's take it. Sort of like the whole Halo thing. Like, hey, this Halo mod looks pretty good. <laughs> Let's just make some money off it. Oh, mm-hmm. Could you guys imagine using Skype the way we used to nowadays? The way we just break off into channels, the way we just randomly jump in jump out depending on stuff would we leave a skype call running up all day like skype couldn't survive the way we used to use it at all i mean it did for a little while and then skype it seemed like it just kind of died for us it kept breaking like i would be in calls but not really and that's kind of why we went to Teamspeak. i think TeamSpeak is nice for a lot of reasons, but just the GUI on Discord is so much nicer. To me, the only problem with TeamSpeak is the text chat. <clears throat> Discord has a a text chat that stays. You don't have to be in a channel to use a text chat. Right. But that's my only problem with TeamSpeak, to be honest. Yeah. And it is. You get a lot, you get a lot more use out of it, but... I don't know. We'll probably have another one pop up here soon. It'd be it'd almost be better if TeamSpeak and Discord merged, you know. Get the the clarity and the ability to host your own of TeamSpeak with the permissions of TeamSpeak, but get the text and server hosting of Discord. That'd be pretty nice. And a local hosting of Discord. I think that's a big thing our server dying all the time that's not us we can't control that i hear fairly frequently about discord dying a little bit yeah so i don't know um back to halo real quick yeah if you want to read that quote Nick, that's from <laughs> phil spencer which is the head of xbox this is the point this point oh, this point is important as we look ahead we are 
very excited about the prospects of an official Halo Classic experience, or Classic Halo experience, making its way to PC, and we hope to be able to partner with El Dorito team and broader mod and content creation community. I butchered that a little bit, but just if it's there. Like, that's all. That's covering his ass. They, I don't think they're going to work with them, in my opinion. I think that they'll work with them, but they won't take input from them. Like, they'll hire them. And that's about it. Like, that that's what I think is going to happen with it. They'll hire them onto some team, and then we won't hear about it again. And then, as for the Halo Online classic experience or whatever, it's like, they're going to make it exactly what the community doesn't want. Yeah, that's uh, that's where it comes in. The Halo or the Halo Online is perfectly exactly what we want. We don't want anything but the base, not the base base game, but like we want Forge, we want custom games, we want servers we can make private or public if we really want a big group of people. We don't want the, all the extra bullshit. Uh, do any of you guys care about the campaign? Like, I mean, yes. I enjoyed, <clears throat> I enjoyed Halo Three campaign, but I mean. I haven't played Halo since Halo Reach. If it would mean that we could get an insane multiplayer with not having a campaign, I'm totally fine for that. Yeah, and I know Halo 3 didn't have it, but I loved it in some of the others. The, uh, what was it, an ODST firefight? Yeah. Like, the four-person just survive as long as you could. I, I, that'd be cool if they added that back. I, I always enjoyed that. That was actually really fun. Well, I think the biggest thing that people would want from Halo Online is is basically what <laughs> Halo Online is, but with more... I mean, it's very mod-supportable. Like, people want Halo Online, but with just, like, the cleanness and whatever Halo 3 was. Like, they want to be able to mod it. They want to be able to make whatever they want to make. And if Halo's, like, a good platform, because a lot of people love the series, so, like... I don't know. It's how much fun do we have playing it? Like, just the past few days. Like, we played like what five games. Yeah, I, and it was still very enjoyable. I, you, I saw you playing earlier, Burry. Like, what, what were you doing with it? Like, what type of games were you doing? Oh, I found uh, what we were talking about—the custom maps and shit like that. <laughs> and Fee, I don't know if you remember uh, the Garbage Man uh, oh, yeah. custom map, yo. Yeah. I was playing that today. It was nuts. That was probably the most like that was the most fun about Halo. Honestly, it was getting like people making their own custom games, and this is, of course Infection was the best. Uh, uh, we're... can't even go wrong with that. I see some of the server sizes are big. Like, is sixteen the max or not? Like, I think I think sixteen is max. I think so, but with people. Like having to host their own stuff now, it might get bigger. Like I was um when I was playing in that game, the actually the host of the server was playing too, and he was saying how I don't know if you guys have already gone over this, but he was saying how um if anything like um people who make their own servers like that, their servers will still be up, but the dedicated servers of whatever whatever what are they called El Dorito. Official. Yeah, their official dedicated servers are going to get taken down. But, like, people's made servers, you could still connect through an IP. So everyone's would still be up. That's... Which I mean, is kind of weird, but... Well, the company has to stop, but, like, they can't stop people from doing... Yeah. Yeah. You can't stop someone from having their IP and you just connecting to it. So with all this takedown and all this stuff, how much would you be willing to pay for the Halo Online experience? Zero dollars. So if they wanted money for it, you wouldn't buy it? <laughs> no, I, I would not. If it looks good and it's exactly what we want, but like official, maybe some extra stuff, uh, like 40 I don't think I'd want to do 60. I think in today's market, it'd probably be better for them to do like a, a free type thing and then host your own server. And then, like, I don't want to, it's hard because it's Microsoft, so it's not like, you, like they can do free. But, like, there needs to be, I'm trying to think like Fortnite. Like, you need 
the audience, and the audience probably won't pay for the game. That's how like I see it. Like but, most people feel like they wouldn't see, pay for it. Now, if you start putting different armor and helmets in that cost two dollars, then someone's gonna pay for that. There's Keep... that, but then people will still want the classic Halo experience, not some some guy with a giant pumpkin on his head. Well, I'm not talking about giant pumpkins. <laughs> I was talking about different different armor sets, not giant pumpkins. Pumpkin well, can be have, armor? You're going to have people complaining about microtransactions and how Microsoft's only about the, the money. Why? I can't. We can't buy helmets? Well, I'm saying, like... It, it someone... kills the game. It's a stigma. It's a stigma. It's just a stigma anymore. Yeah, it's just like, like take what was it? Star Wars Battlefront, the new one. Like okay. was it? Like I don't know. Like they got rid of it, and now people just heard it, and now they don't play it. Like yeah, Dit plays it, maybe. So I'm talking, about, do... I'm, I'm talking about pure cosmetics. I was gonna say, to I'm not me, talking about cosmetics not... are okay for microtransactions, especially if a game's free. I'm talking uh, about some crazy ass armor that you can equip that doesn't do anything. It's just cool to look to look at. Actually, there was a big uh, law passed in, I think, Belgium, uh, banning mm -hmm. loot crates. Uh, yeah. It's gambling. It's illegal. So even Overwatch loot crates. Yes. So I, the big question now is, like, are games going to be be able to release there, or like what happens there? But that's a whole different subject. But that's. Well, just oh. real quick, because I know WoW is pretty big in world games. WoW has different games for, like, Chinese areas. Like, you can't have dead bodies in China, so they replaced all of the dead bodies with tombstones. And in China, all loot crates have to have the odds posted. So what they'll probably do is they'll just remove the loot crates and make it so you can buy the skins directly with cash. Like, you can buy the currency... And you just buy your skins like that. I mean, I'm fine with that. Like, I, I I get the whole thing of rare skins, but people like some people act like it's oh look at me with this rare skin. So like, you just got lucky. You it, <laughs> spun a wheel and you got lucky. There's where you pay what upwards of hundreds of dollars for the skin that you're like oh look at me. It's like wow, dude. But I you prayed dope. all night. You look dope. But like, what if there are some like stupid skins I think have always looked good, and I some good quote-unquote good skins that are just like ew that's kind of gross but it's a rare skin so if i got to choose i'd i don't know i'd i'd maybe pay for a cool looking armor i would i would 100 percent pay for cool looking armor in halo i think that'd be awesome i i don't think it'd be free though i as much as i want i want it to be free i can't say with a certainty that I, it would ever be free because it's just it's a money maker. I, I think it, it would kill itself at sixty dollars though. Yes. Because mm -hmm. I think I heard somewhere about seventy dollars, and that's now you're getting even crazier. Twenty dollars. What? That's more reasonable to me. I think. When? Well, did... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Nick. When did sixty dollars start being too much for games? I think we can all agree 10 years ago paying $60 for a game was a lot, but we were we were fine like were any of us so like it's all content when you stopped getting finished games. Yeah. So Daisy uh, that's that's the, <laughs> that's, the spot that's in the my wall. mind. Uh. When the season passes and all started up. It was like, "Hey, here's a game," but then when you buy the game, can we have you get a $50 pre-order for expansions? <laughs> <laughs> like when you when you release DLC along with your game alongside it, I think that's a problem. Because that mm. means you cut content out of the game to make DLC. Just to make money. What the biggest thing though with the big companies is that they shoot for least uh, I'm gonna butcher this. I I talked about this with Nick before. Least like least expensive product or something like that like you shoot to make the minimum of what people will actually buy so that way you make the most out of your money yeah and that's what all these like corporate games are doing now and that's why like all these smaller games are doing a lot better i think nowadays is because people 
don't want Sea of Thieves with you go do chicken quests for eight hours a day and then you're like, woo. They want games like, I don't know, what's a game? I was going to say like Frostpunk. Like it's a $30 game and you could probably sit there and play it for hours because it's unique. Yeah. I don't know we talk about all the uh, early access games that's killed it, but I mean, some of these games are cheaper and they are releasing like uh, Factoro. It's 25 right now, Bruno? 20? They upped it to 30. It what was, was 20, it? It, now it's 30. $20 Because they released they full version. Right. It was $20 before and they did go to, they've added a ton of content oh, if you track their things. Leaps and bounds. Like crazy and content. Yes, them releasing this game is good. Like, if this is the final update, I think I'd be still happy because I can mod it. Like, we can play a modded, right? Yeah. And, but like a game like that coming out for thirty—that's literally uh, what I dumped sixty hours in in span of a couple weeks. Bruno dumped a hundred and sixty. Around there, yeah. For a thirty-dollar game, like that, I paid wow. twenty for because I bought it before. Right, for a 20. It's, I don't think $60 AAA titles are worth it anymore. Now, don't get me wrong. It's nowhere near a AAA title. It's a top-down, pixelated game. But I feel like the replayability and it's a lot more polished a lot of the times. How many times have you gotten a new game and just had trouble playing it? Like, I remember buying a Microsoft title, Forza Horizon 3, and I literally spent about four hours attempting to play the game, and I couldn't get past the first cutscene. Mm-hmm. So, like, go ahead. No, you go. go. I was going to say, that's back to the, the least, like, whatever product, whatever I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, minimum product. It's like, okay, well, does it work? Can they drive around? Send it. And then we'll add DLC and fix it for more money. So, they did add this, DLC then, actually. Yeah. So this kind of segues to our uh, next subject of, like, No Man's Sky, Sea of Thieves. So, to me, these games are very similar in the sense that they are AAA titles. I think technically both are. Even though they were smaller companies at first, they were purchased out by bigger ones, Sony and Microsoft. Um. Uh, they were contentless games. Can can we say that? Like, were they maybe enjoyable to play for a while? Yes, but were they AAA titles? Sixty dollars worth of content? No. I know we all played Sea of Thieves. Uh, did any of you guys play No Man's Sky? Yes. Yep. No. Did not. I still have it for the PS4. Still have what? it for PC. Was it comparable to Sea of Thieves in a way? Like. Mm. No Man's Sky, I found it really enjoyable to play solo. Now, was that before or after they updated it to all hell? <laughs> it was fun. I haven't played I'll since the that. first month of it. Same. But I enjoyed it. So like, I got like 40 hours in. Was it worth the money? Was that um, a $60 game? Yes. Yeah. I would say yes. I mean, I just haven't played my PS4 in over a year. It comes yeah. back to the replayability thing. Like, like, are the games that are coming out as of late, they're really just early access, honestly. Like, I feel like they're just feelers to see what the community wants. $60 feelers. Well, like, yeah, exactly. Like, more on, like, the Sea of Thieves thing, they're like, okay, well, the community likes doing, like, they like doing merchant quests and all this crap, so now we'll start developing merchant, more merchant quests for the future, that kind of thing. Like, that's how I'm viewing it at, like, the moment. And then, like, Sky, yeah, No Man's Sky is literally just like, well, what's wrong? Let's fix it. Instead of, okay, here's what they want. Like, they're so out of touch with the audience that, like, it, it, it's just a disconnect between the big market like companies and those like the actual consumer. That's how I'm seeing it. I I can see that. 
I think there is a big disconnect in the the game development world versus the game the gamers. Like if you look at some of these smaller games with early access, these these creators are trolling Discord. They make their own Discords for their games. They make subreddits for their games, and they're just constantly on and we want this and it's a highly upvoted post and people are like, yeah, it's a great feature. It's like, oh, uh, like Blackwake fee, their Discord. How often are they posting in there? Like daily. Daily, multiple times. And they're all, they have votes. What do you want us to work on next? Like that game has added so much content and so much good content because they keep asking what we want, not what they think we want. That's kind of the way the Fortnite devs are to an extent. They can't do as big of changes, but when people say they want emotes and stuff, they try and get the stuff in. Besides the Drake one that they do need. Well, that's probably got licensing costs and stuff. Yeah, I wonder how Drake is Drake, with that. When Drake says, when they make an emote for me, <laughs> I'll rap about the song. The first thing I'm doing is going and making an emote for Drake. I'm going to email him, hey, dear Drizzy, <laughs> can I use your dance for my game? But what if Drake says yes, but then his production company's like, no, we want this money? Um, I don't think he would do that. I don't think he would I think he's that. a CEO. He would, like, I think yeah, he's had... He, oh. he, he wouldn't let that happen. I don't know that. But... I think the different, like, one of the things is passion, though. Like, a lot of the bigger, like, companies, like, they just have developers who are either too passionate, like Sea of Thieves, like, they got blindfolded by their actual game. Like, there's a whole big article. Who was it? It was an AMA of one of the old devs. Oh, no, it was just uh, one of the guy that worked on it for a year. He was, He told his experience on Reddit of, like, what it was like working on the project for a year. Uh, you can explain it or I can explain it, Faith. Go for it. Uh, basically he was talking about how the creators really just, they wanted a pirate game. They, that, that's what they wanted. They wanted to f be able to like sandbox these sailor ship around. But, like they catered the game to what they've always wanted, not to necessarily, it would be a fun game to release. And it, it shows like it's a, it's a sandbox without toys. That's if I go on their subreddit, that's one of the common quotes I see because there's, you can do a lot of things, but you just, there's nothing to do stuff with. And I think we had a great time with it. And I think we had fun with it. But like you're saying about with the no toys, there's nothing to continue doing. It's going to get repetitive very quickly. It, how many chicken quests did we do? Well, that's the downside oh, to their stuff. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you can buy cosmetics, but you can't buy anything else. I think they were scared to. They were afraid of unleveling the playing field. I think. Which is don't fair. need to worry about it when you don't have players, I guess. Well, with the small server size, like, can you imagine though, like, like there's four new boats, and then like I don't know how many people are on a server. I think, I think it's it six like... boats. Yeah. Nice. So say there's two new boats and four just geared boats. Like I think that's fair, but like they still. They need to come up with something better as a system of, like... We're doing an MMR system. E yeah, even that. Then it comes back to the whole, well, who's going to play this game for that long because there's no content. Like, yeah. one of the biggest reasons why I stopped playing is because I bought a sale, and I was like, wow, that, that's the whole <laughs> game. I did it. Wow. <laughs> I, I did it. Like, yeah, I could do that over again, but how many more chickens do I want? Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I really, like... That's why I really stopped playing. It was like, damn, I, I made it. <laughs> we, we play like, it now. I was pushing for the hull to match the sail, and I don't think we ever saw them together. Nope. That, that was sad. It... I don't know. But they they did it right. In the sense, like the tra like buying only buying cosmetics. Okay, that's fine. It sounds fine, but like, I'm sure we would have loved to buy a different ship. Like, I, I think we all agreed the default galleon or the the four person ship. It kind of sucked. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. it did for sure. The, Absolutely. The two person or 
two, the solo and duo ship, a ship being made for one person is just an amazing thing because everything's just so streamlined compared to Galleon, which is clunky. I would have rather had four people in the sloop, the one or two person ship, than (laughs) like six on the Galleon. And also, why is four the maximum number of people that can ever do anything together on a video game? I don't know. I have no idea. Why can't you let more people be on there? It might be more balancing. I mean, like, Destiny just opened up to six people, like, for multiplayer. But, like, if you're trying to balance, um, I feel like, I don't know, four people. Well, not even that, though. I know what it is. I know what it is. It goes back to the old days of four-person, uh, a land like like split screen co-op. split screen a screen splits into four screens on an advertised tv pretty nicely and that, that creates a stigma or not even a stigma just like oh four person games that i even games don't even do anymore can you even do four person co-op land wise anymore in most games i don't think um, so no maybe consoles there's a couple like final fantasy you can't do the main story but there's dlc that's four player but again, that's four people. But that's where I think the four people come from. Honestly, I could be completely wrong, but in my mind, that's why four is the number. So. Can we get that changed? Well, I mean, it, it's just every gaming group's different. If you really think about that. it, like our group, it has what? Like right now on our Discord, we got how many people would actually play together? One, six. two, six. six yeah. Seven. Easily that's, six. That's pretty big for a group nowadays, you gotta think. It is. And even even this podcast will sit maybe at six most time, like But I mean like if you look at some of the bigger streamer groups, you got Lyric Shorty Waffle, that's three. That's true. You got um like uh Shroud, Chad, and Justin. Yeah. That's, then they have another fourth that sometimes comes in, I think. Yeah, I don't know his name, but you're right. So, I mean, it's it's that's another thing with gaming, is how different everybody is in it. And that's why genres, like, I guess, live and die in bursts. You know, like, games more than four people? I swear to God, if you say wow. I'm just saying. <laughs> Squad. Squad's nine people. Yeah, but... human fall flats eight. We we try and play squad. I join in, and you're like, oh, just join the other side until a spot opens up, and then that's... you guys can't me. That's just bad. This <laughs> 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 is hard feelings. We'll play together, Dave. Get on sometime. We'll, we'll do mm-hmm. it. Wow. <laughs> uh, we can play Black yeah. Wake. That's thirteen. Well. I think we're going this way. I, I think we're going in the right direction, though, Bruno. Are you saying, why can't, how do we get it more? I think we, we just have to, I think we're going to have to also realize how how not far we are away from the people only sitting at consoles, land type of thing, but like 20 years at most. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure 10 years from now, gaming style will be so different. Well, there's also a big, difference between like like i think nowadays it's becoming more and more not open people are more and more open to actually playing pc games like i feel like for the longest time pc gamers were like hey nerd like look at this guy he plays on a computer and now like as much as i hate the man ninja is kind of making it better to play on a computer and like i don't know well the thing is a lot of pc gamers are just Weird. I mean, look at the PC build. Be right oh, thanks, Dit. There's what, 25 people, and only one person wanted to really play. Well, no, two people wanted to play with us for any game. Yeah. Everyone else just stuck to their own corner and did their own thing. I think. Well, I mean, look at the thing. If you're going to get a PC, you're going to overpay if you're getting a pre built. Like, that's. Well, I don't, it's gotten better. Market. It's like, but even. <laughs> it's still like you could still probably get better for just watching for deals and 
buying. No, yeah, absolutely. But or it's gotten a lot shop, better. Or you can shop like Dick. That's what Nick just said. Yeah. Like. Well, you take it to an extreme. Well, it took me what four months, five maybe. There's still. I mean, there's a reason in the CIST major, our computer information systems and technology major, that one of the first classes, final project, is building a computer. Because people just don't know. Like, I'm sure more some people, people would... still don't know. No. And some people are just scared to work on their own shit. Like, it's like I'm a sure... nine piece puzzle. Dude, I'm sure you've worked on how many PCs? When it comes to building your own, you still get nervous because it's, it's yours. You don't want to fuck it up. Yeah, I handled your 1080. Yeah, I looked at those nothing. Yeah, but you probably <laughs> held your old AMD R whatever, like it was shaking in his boots. <laughs> like no, it was my, holy grail. He was hanging out my case by the power cables. That's probably what killed it. Oh, maybe. <laughs> okay, maybe next time we'll take off. more care of it. I got a new card for it. How about <laughs> when I like? How about when you got your ten, my old 1060 back, and you're like, you didn't mine on it, did you? Yeah. Well, that's different. Yeah, because it's yours now. It's like, before you'd be like, oh, my friend's getting it. It's fine. Whatever. Now you're just like, oh, my God. Well, back to that point about PCs becoming cheaper. They're literally making Xboxes. Well, that's that's what they are. But I'm saying, like, they're literally making them closer and closer to closer to, like, actual PCs. Like, sooner or later, you can only do so much with the hardware inside of an Xbox. Right. Sooner or later, you got to call it, you know, like, hey, these are no longer just, like, gaming box yeah like, i don't know like just because they're like pre-built parts inside of a little like fancy plastic thing it's still a computer well as long as like, it's running its own os though they're gonna call it yeah, xbox. Yeah, well, xbox is a selling term like look at what happened with the steam hardware that kind of died it pooped it did poop. well that's because you were buying a pc that could only run steam True. no it was windows it was full uh, Windows. No, the Steam boxes? Yeah. Those were Linux-based. Were they? They ran Steam OS. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're right. They were. That's And they released them at the same time as the Steam Link, which you could use on any PC. Yeah. I don't know. They, something, they did something wrong, because it was never appealing to me at all. Because you couldn't do anything on it. But Steam games. Question for you, Dit. Because I think you're the best answer. What would a thousand dollars get you PC wise? Like average, fair, below basic. Like what? A thousand dollars flat. What would that get you? An i5 with a 1060. If you skip out on the SSD. And is that's a decent enough build, right? That's pretty much my build without the overclocking. There's a stigma about dropping a thousand dollars on your own custom built PC. But how many people run out there and buy the iPhone X? That's $1,000. I think it's because they're doing that as a payment plan, but people don't realize they can do payment plans with PCs too. I mean, they can, but like... Even if you do pre-built, that's probably cheaper to do payment plan, or just easier. I just I just think there's a stig there's another stigma with the cost of a PC. People who are going out there buying phones for the same price they could build a PC, and they're like, oh, well, it's so expensive. No. You'll buy a phone every two every year, possibly. It goes back to hobbies, and you'd be amazed at how expensive some hobbies can be. Very true. And yet, uh, people who play games on a computer, because everybody else buys their laptop for $500, I guess they think it's an exorbitant amount of money that we're paying for a computer. Look at the cost of guns and stuff. So we were talking about that not too long ago. Oh, what was the one scope you told me, Bruno? Like, what? Well, oh, buy like, if if you were willing to spend over a thousand dollars on an AR-15 platform, the best scope you can put on it is a Trigicon ACOG. It's the four times scope you see in PUBG and everything else. It's like a nineteen hundred dollar scope, <laughs> but it. It's the scope to put on something like that. I'm assuming it's like... Um, to, they are scopes equivalent to, say, graphics cards, Bruno? I found one for 1,000 flat. Someone order. <laughs> I mean... Well, I'm saying, like, like, people drop bank on graphics cards. Yeah. So, like, 
if you really wanted to, you can drop bank on a scope and like go Abs- in. Absolutely. Like, I feel like that's yeah. like, yeah. Now, do, is there other scopes that have the same magnification? Absolutely. Does this one look clearer or perform better? More than likely, yeah. And it's more rugged too. Like, it's it is what the military uses. It really is. Which well, kind of relates is... back to graphics cards too, because there's that white Hall of Fame graphics card that few wants that costs like four hundred dollars more than the equivalent 1080 Ti's. It is still beautiful. I'm pretty sure that's what beautiful. people say about that scope, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, hobbies are expensive. Pick your yeah. poison. I I do... I know I don't want to be a PC fanboy, but I do see PCs, the community growing. I see some of my friends... Maybe it's just with age. Like, starting to get into... Even if they're buying pre-builds, which aren't bad anymore. I, I mean, before you get really ripped off. Now you're getting okay deals. I, I think the community is getting bigger because of the games we're getting. Like, you're not going to get Factoro on the Xbox. Good. You're not going to get... Uh, I'm trying to think of another game. Well, I mean, PUBG was ported over, but that's awful. It's still terrible. Fortnite. <laughs> oh, what are some big titles, guys? We we own hundreds of games. Daisy. Daisy. Did Daisy ever go? No. I know it's shit, but Microsoft bought it. <laughs> Microsoft hyped that up so hard. They're like, "Yep, Daisy to Xbox." And how many years later is it? I think they saw how much of a flop it was. This is literally like the third rebuild of the game. Like it's the third dev team to work on it. What I will say is the difference modding can make from console to PC is outstanding. It's oh, yeah. it's a ridiculous difference. Uh, like if you look at Minecraft on console, it's Minecraft. If you look at Minecraft on PC, it's it's not even the same waffle. game. Yeah, like some of the mod packs they're playing, you know, it's it's got shaders, so it looks pretty. It's changed the game like crazy. It, it lengthens the life of everything. It does. Like, if they were to, like, back to the whole Halo, Halo 3 thing, if they were to put uh, mod support in the original Halo 3 and it was on PC, like, I, that game would still probably be played today. I really don't mm-hmm. see it not dying. I'd be logging on right now with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, it might not be, like, a daily, like, okay, let's hop on. But it would still make, like, the, the rounds of people wanting to play it. Hell yeah. Like, okay. back to Factorio real quick. Base game, 20 bucks. It's 30 now. But, and I got a 60-hour playthrough out of it. When we added mods, and not even all the mods, but some, and it multiplied the content by four. Easily. For free. I think that's something that PC that. has to do to it. Question. Uh, maybe that's the only one can answer. How did mods work on like the Xbox when it came to games like Skyrim and Fallout 4? Uh, you had to pretty much jank your system. Uh, did you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was because Skyrim released mod of like availability on Xbox. Was Official have... or unofficial mods? That's... I think they were all of them were official, weren't they? Well, no, yeah, but if you want to do unofficial mods, like for GTA, you have to jank up your system. Because I was going to do it with my PS4, but I decided not to. Because you had to like mess with your system files and stuff. Okay, I, I didn't quite know how it worked. I knew you could do it. I saw my roommate last year. He was playing modded Fallout 4. And so I know there is some support for that platform. Some, yeah, some of them you can download them straight from like within the game, but others you have to download from like the modding websites. But I will agree it's nowhere near the level of PC. Like there's just so much more you can do with it. That does multiply games. Like Terraria. Yeah. Guys, my big... 
Sorry. Uh, my big thing with like Halo Online is, sure, do we want a Halo Battle Royale? No. But if someone had the option to be able to create that with like Forge tools, would we maybe join every once in a while and try to play a game of it? I'm sure we would try. Think of being dropped out of a pelican <laughs> all around. You got a Driving. game master as the ball. Yeah. And you just start spawning shit. Drop a scorpion. Yeah. Hey, dude. here you go, bud. Hey, here's a shield. Well, that's just another thing is like the passion of PC. Like, if you like the ability to go make a mod for a game that you like on PC is like right there. Like, you just, you're on your computer. You're just like, okay, how do I do this? And then you learn that you can just do it. And that's how, like, there's no. I don't want to say that there's no passion on console because there is, but there's no whatever that kind of passion is. Like, you can't be involved in the game more, I guess. Like, what you get is what you get. True. Yeah. If that make any sense. Right. Yeah. Well, not every console player has a PC either, so well, that's, that yeah. limit them too. A lot of people don't even know that there's mods for games. So. Or, like, they only know mods as hacks, like back in... Yeah. GTA, like, on whatever. They're like, oh my god, you got a million dollars just by plugging this USB into your Xbox? <laughs> There's like, codes back two. then. You're riding, yeah. you're riding zebra donkeys across the freaking the desert? Like, that's, that's like the extent of most people's knowledge on mod. Well, not mo- I don't want to generalize, but... Uh, well, I mean, it, it, a lot of... It, um, they've really improved modding over the past, like, five-ish years, I think. It used to be what I think the best example is Minecraft. You just have to go in, create folders. Oh, just delete these couple files. Oh, it was scary because like, you would do it and it just wouldn't work. Yeah. Oh, and you could do. I followed a couple times certain guides to install certain mods, and it just didn't work for me. I did exactly what they did, and it wouldn't work. Now I don't think Minecraft has it completely. They have mod launch or uh, what are they called? They mod have launcher. launchers now that make it just pick and choose what you want pretty much or they're a lot they're doing mod packs nowadays like they went beyond picking and choosing they're just letting people piece things together and set it up for you and say i want to play this and you can just hit play setup tech 4.0 yeah yeah Uh, factoro has modding built right into the game like you can browse it has a tab you can mod through it. Terraria, it doesn't have mods built into the game, but if an easy enough getting your own a modded version, you can browse mods through it. Like it wasn't too bad to do Terraria. You had to put some stuff in the right places, but it wasn't too bad. No, and but that just modding modding made easier will make modding more appealing to people because if you don't have any sort of like support or someone to say what to do. Modding is intimidating because it's, you know, you're destroying possibly your game. Or even like Steam Workshop. That's made leaps and bounds for games. Oh, I didn't even think of that. that, that that's like huge. Tabletop Simulator? Oh, let's just search for whatever we want. Or Golf With Your Friends is now incorporating that. That made that game is... worth so much more now that that's starting to come it... along. Golf at Steam Workshop or is that separate? Steam Workshop. So, yeah, I, modding, uh, there should be more support for it, honestly. Well, then you, and, get the, you get the PUBG situation where they don't want to open the hackers. Which is also very true in a competitive game yeah. like that. But how often are competitive games modded? I guess is my question. Mm, I mean, Counter-Strike has mods available, like... You can make worse workshop shop stuff for them, and like, aren't those just maps you load into and you can play or like? Yeah, it's all server based. If you load into a certain server, they force certain settings on you. So yeah, that's true. It's not actually modding the game. What when I when it comes to PUBG, I think the perfect thing they can do is a Halo Three Forge, where they open up mods and settings within the game that players can edit so what they have these event events now my favorite one was war i know we were kind of mixed on who liked it and who didn't but 
a creator having the option to say, I want to make a circle this big in this area. Everyone spawns with these guns and has this like death spawn. Just stuff like that where you can make your own games within the game would help like just PUBG survive longer. I can agree with that. Just give the controls that you're already using, pretty much. And like the thing is, like games will make games within themselves, like how PUBG was originally made, or like how like Halo, uh, was it Trash Disposal? What is the name of that thing that you played, Barry, earlier on Halo? Uh, Garbage Man. Yeah, Garbage Man, or like, um, what's the other one? Like Jail. Like games being made inside other games is like how games live. I want to say like, like Minecraft. Gary's you had all those. Yeah, like Gary's like. I think more companies need to take that approach to being able to like be open to people making their own thing and not just cookie cutter what they want. Like at the end of the day, it's all about like the gamer themselves, I guess is what I'm trying to get to. I I can't agree with that. It... Cause I don't know. Do you think that's why Halo three was so well and why people want to go back to it with custom games? Uh, I think for the large part, yeah. Like, I know there's, like, some people, like, Summit, they want to do MLG just because, like, the game's a good platform. Like, there's nothing really wrong with it. Like, it's like Counter-Strike. Like, people like Counter-Strike because you know what you're getting. You're not going to, like, jump 360 off of something, wall climb, ladder stall, <laughs> and then headshot you. Like, it's it's very cookie-cutter what the gameplay is, but what you do with that gameplay is so much more, I guess. I forgot the question. I'm going to be honest. I just went on my own little rant. I, I think... I don't even know the question. I think it was like... I don't know. Do you guys remember it? Nope. Um, I do not. Oh, uh... the re- Did Halo 3 last so long and be so memorable because of the custom games? It, like, in my opinion, it's yes. Because I can, like, clearly remember on a Friday, Saturday... Sunday night when everyone is free from the weekend and we all logged on to a server of like 16 people. Did you know all 16? No, you knew about like four or five and they knew people who knew people and you played like, Oh, who wants to play trash compactor or fat kid or fat kid cops, was the best. <laughs> cops and robbers. I'm See, sure we all played the same maps, even though we never knew each other. We all played some of the same maps that we were like, yeah, I remember that because they were just so popular. Like, Coming from somebody who never had Halo 3, I remember watching people like Rooster Teeth do maps and stuff and like talk about all this. And I was like, man, I really wish that this was on PC for me to play, but I never had a console, so I never played them. But like, I always oh, heard great things. The golf with the gravity hammer used to be the best <laughs> thing in the world. That was that was my my childhood. I put, I put more hours into Forge than I did the online Halo. Uh, same. <clears throat> I other than like double XP weekends, which were almost custom game. Like those were in a different category on their own. But I think it's an experience. I think Microsoft has the opportunity to really do something good here. But do I believe they're gonna fuck it up a hundred percent? Yes. Can we can we vote on that through everybody? So we... uh, going up the list in Discord, oh, I vote they're gonna fuck it up. Uh, they're probably gonna fuck it up. Yeah. Yep. Dit. Uh, Dit can't talk. His roommate's going to bed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh, the faith is gone in large companies. It Get really out of here. is. I'm more, I'm more trustworthy of whoever the hell's making Factoro than I am of yeah, Microsoft. I'm leaning towards indie companies more and more, but who knows? It's there needs to be based a on ground. like one individuals. I don't know. What? What? Why is it AAA title? Like, what? What did AAA come from? No, no. This is a different podcast topic. I'm not talking <laughs> about this with you now. No, this, I was this will go on for hours. Do not. Are there single A and double A titles? I guess single A is Blizzard. And triple A... Activision. 
it's gonna uh, work because it's the same company that's <laughs> <laughs> dying internally well we we've reached about an hour now in the podcast we're looking to probably keep these episodes between an hour hour 15 at max i think so signing off today i was nick i was bruno i am fee i'm the Tuzin. i am burry and hopefully see you in the next episode bye-bye see ya Bye.